Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kim McCusick joins us in studio. That's right. Courtesy of FilmStudyBaltimore.com. Ken, you can hear? Okay. Ken, now, um, the Ravens' defense is taking a hit. That's before free agency. <laughs> They're taking it on the coaching side, but they were able to keep one of their own, promoting Zach Orr to defensive coordinator. I mean, here's a guy that I remember playing. It just seems like yesterday, although it wasn't. Your thoughts on what Orr's impact will be on the Ravens' defense? It'd be very interesting to see, and I, I, I don't think we know exactly, but I, I do have one thing in mind. Orr, in the mid-teens under Dean Pease, came in and was a three-down linebacker. And so right. one of my big things has been that the Ravens could get back to playing more dime, bringing a safety into a place the weak side linebacker effectively uh-huh. on passing downs. And I thought that's not only is that usually better for pass defense and a good way to preserve a team that's already very good at that, but it's also a, a good way for cost savings and for injury protection because you don't have to have a player you're maintaining the health of the entire season. Right. You can easily easily replace them. Or being a three-down linebacker himself, now coming off a season where they had a committed nickel team, meaning they had two inside linebackers that are playing every down, kind of leads me to the thought that Trenton Simpson is going to be an every-down player. Yeah. And I, I don't think we've decided that yet, or at least I don't think we know yet whether he is a – uh, you know, a rundown guy, a pass down guy, or a three down guy. I don't think we know he could actually be any of those three at this point. Other than the players, we t- we're taking a huge hit in a lot of ways. Uh, McDonald, the obvious one, um, going to the Seahawks, but because there's a horrible going to San Diego, we lost you know Hortiz, and you lose your your analytics guy to the Chargers as well. Um, Anthony Weaver went to the Dolphins. Is just a lot of people leaving the staff right now. Um, how big an impact is this going to have on this team? I, I think it can't help but have some. They'll they'll do a good job, I think, of hiring coaches. And by the way, for for a lot of the people who are saying fire Harbaugh, fire Harbaugh, Harbaugh has had exclusive control over that silo, as far as I'm aware. Meaning all the coaching hires, and so they really are. Um, his to make. They're not the general managers to make. They're not the owners to make. He's the one who's brought through this great coaching tree of of very promotable people, and I think that you know we, it'll depend a lot on on how John can can refill that staff. I think people just are very unfair to him. Yeah. Um, you know, look, I, I'm as disappointed as anybody, and I've been critical of the team. And this, I thought this loss was horrific. <laughs> just. Um, I think they just gave the game away. I think they panicked and gave the game away. But, you, you know, you, you have to just look at his overall record. I mean, when I looked at him against Tom Landry the first 15 years in the league, 
he had a better record. And Land, you know, Landry's a Hall of Fame coach, one of the best ever. So, I mean, people just forget this sometimes. Let me get to uh, the new uh, hire, if you will, we were talking about with Jerry Rossberg, because from the outset, it doesn't look great when somebody says they're bringing him in for in-game stuff. But uh, give me your thoughts on that hire and what it actually means. I, I, th- I, th- I mean, Rossberg, first of all, if you've ever seen him at camp or on the podium, he's a very different person at the podium from on the field. On the field, he has this incredible firebrand, profanity-laced. Mm-hmm. He gets the podium, he's this cerebral, professorial type uh, is a very interesting guy. But anyway, obviously, he's he was already, I think, had kind of a game management role in his first time around with the Ravens. He was an assistant head coach, and he would be right there next to Harbaugh for most of the games. I do remember being at a game uh, at the Meadowlands in 2016 where the, the Ravens had a blocked field goal that, where they were going to get the ball back in the closing couple minutes of the game. Field goal was blocked out of bounds, and it looked like, from, from my standpoint, I could not find this on the broadcast that, that Harbaugh, uh, sorry, that um, Rosberg was in Harbaugh's ear trying to get him to challenge a, a play in this case because the ball should have been returned to the spot of the kick instead of the spot where it went out of bounds. It ended up being about an 11-yard difference. Then the Ravens didn't score, and they lost, the, that, lost that game to the Jets. But it, I, I've, you know, from, from a game management perspective, what he probably is going to be asked to know is really understand the rules and the game situation and I don't think it hurts to have a second set of eyes on that. If they had two channels they could work on, that's even like a, you know, you can be back-channeling that while you're hearing the offensive and defensive thing. I don't know what they have exactly in terms of that, of that headset loop, whether there's only one channel to speak on or not. But you know, from, in terms of a guy who really understands the game, I really like the, hire, the rehiring of Rosberg. Ken McCusick joins us from filmstudybaltimore.com. Ken, I, I guess it's hard to, to, to uh, I guess, answer this question if based on what your goals were, but in your opinion, successful season or an unsuccessful season in 2023? Yeah, I think it's all about where you are at the time. And if you've, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, if any of you guys have played craps some, and Jeremy, I guess you probably <laughs> have it at some point. But, you know, every great craps rule has an end to it, right? And you, and you, and you seven out at some point, and usually it's when you have the most money of all on the table, right, yeah. at, that, yeah. at, at that point. So it's this, that's kind of like what happened to the 2023 Ravens, is that, is that if you're talking about from OTAs or camp last year, think about where this team was. Lamar Jackson wasn't signed. They were looking down the barrel of that. You know, there was animosity between the team and, and Lamar that was being publicly aired at, at that point. And it didn't come to, come to anything, and I think a lot of people, uh, you know, th- thought it probably wouldn't. But amazingly, you know, they, they got everybody signed. Lamar Jackson came back and had an MVP season, exactly what you hope for on a, you know, a new contract. And a whole bunch of other holes in the team, like the cornerback room. Remember what that looked like mm-hmm. before camp last year? And then all of a sudden, our expectations changed about who this team was. And, and I don't think how you, I, th- I think it's very difficult to come away with this was not a successful season. It's still a very disappointing season in terms of, of how it ended, of course. <laughs> so I guess overall, then, you said disappointing season. If you have a 13 and 4 team, Clearly, the, in my opinion, they, they, if you're going to consider this regular season, they were the best team in the league, hands down. Hands down. Hands down. It wasn't, they beat the crap out of the best teams in the NFL, every one of them. But they take a dump in the, the AFC Championship. It, is it a successful season or no? Well, I, 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 you know, it kind of depends on where your expectations were set. If your expectations were set on where they were right before that AFC Championship game, then no way in hell. If your if your yeah. expectations are where they were in March of last year, you know a year, a year ago, uh, I think absolutely. So uh, it, it really kind of kind of depends on where you want. This is this is a team that, that certainly left a imprint on us and a memory. 
I don't think we'll ever get over this game. Um, 2023's loss, actually 24, will be the same as the as the 2019 season-ending loss and the 2006 season-ending loss as kind of the three worst games yeah. in Ravens history. At, at 2011, maybe for some people. It's funny, um, with the 2019, they were number one seed also, I yes. believe. But this this one seems worse because the team was better. I don't know what it just and and for me these is more these seasons are more disappointing and more painful than if they were just okay during this. I was talking to Jerry. We were talking about the number one seed thing off the air. I'm, I'm a, a Tampa Bay Lightning fan too. They won the Presidents Cup trophy in 2019 and got swept first round by Columbus. I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> You're the best team in hockey all year. You don't win a one playoff game. This wasn't quite that bad. They won a game, but it was to me that was. I'd rather they, you know. We're just above 500 yeah. this season to do that. It just, to me, it hurts a lot more. Such a letdown. 410 583 1057 is the number if you want to ask Ken a question. Ken McCusick from FilmStudyBaltimore.com. Jeremy, what you got on the horizon for Ken? Yeah, I want to get into what the offseason could look like and, uh, you know, Matabike, some of the free agents, all those things. Ken stays with us up next, right here on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 817 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn, Kim Cusick in studio with us as well. So, Ken, I wanted to start with you with, uh, you know, some of the free agency stuff. I guess I'll start with the most important guy, Matt Abike, because the assumption is he gets franchised. But I don't think teams like, I mean, you like having the franchise tag to use it so you don't lose the player, but they don't like keeping him on that franchise tag, right? Because it eats up so much of the cap. Yeah, so it'll it'll be a tough, uh, you know, pig in the python that this offseason is going to be how they get Matt Abike on the tag if they need to and then processed off the tag 
in one of two ways. Either he'll have to sign a long-term deal with, with the Ravens or the Ravens will look to shop him and see if they can get more. I think it, I think he's played enough above kind of the franchise tag right now that they would expect to get something significantly better than a you know end of the third round compensatory pick a year removed, even if it means a third round pick this year. Um, in exchange for him if they can't work out a deal. But I think they, they, that'll be one of the things they try and do. So they'll try and extend him before they have to tag him, uh, and, and it will make their offseason a lot easier in terms of financial manipulation. Ken McCusick, FilmStudyBaltimore.com. Ken, I guess for me, I'm looking at already draft needs. Um, you know, for me, a, a receiver would be good. A corner would be good. A pass rusher would be good. But an offensive lineman, uh, several of them would be good as well. And for me, it's, it's, it's best player available at those positions. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I think that the Ravens' biggest need now, and, and it's a two-year changing of the guard they're going to have to go through at both tackle spots. That is a very high barrier thing to go through in the offseason because the draft uh, capital needs are high or the cap costs are very high if you go outside and, and, and get uh, someone to do it. So I think they're going to probably have to replace Stanley after the 2024 season. Mm-hmm. He played well enough these last few games that I think you keep him around for that. I was I was really on the fence at mid year, honestly, about this. Uh, but they have to they have to get a guy who can play actually play left tackle, not a right tackle, not a guard tackle, none of this you know trying to fix your starting rotation by acquiring more reliever stuff. They need they need mm-hmm. an actual guy who can play left tackle. Ugh. How much of the line do you think returns? This one uh, told me the offensive line. I mean. Uh, I mean, obviously, Linda Baum must still be here. Mm-hmm. But a left guard, left tackle, don't think so. Um, not so sure. Zeitler could come back. He said he wants to be back. But how many people do you think are returning to this line? I think Zeitler is the key one. He probably is outside the Ravens' price range would be my guess. Um, I, I They could probably do something where they go all in, sign Matabike, sign Zeitler, have a, another one-year run at it sort of thing. I think that would be you know really – Putting the team on the roller coaster of having to take a, a you know a trough year at some point, I don't really like that as a season ticket holder. By the way, I, I'm I'm not a fan of that. I like levelized competition. Get into the tournament, win it occasionally when you maybe don't deserve to, even though they've lost it when they when they have. But on on the right side, I think Moses is a clear stay. I think I think Stanley now probably stays. Linderbaum will stay. Um, they have Voris at at right guard or at left guard, and they have. Cleveland probably at right guard would be my guess replacing Zeitler, um, and then they they have Simpson as a potential backup. They have McCary as a backup. They have Mustafer still around potentially as a backup if they if they want to re-sign him. But yeah, there's a lot of free agency here, and and this is you know team wide they're going to have to make some tough decisions and and let some people go. What do you think they look like at offensive skill positions next year, running back, wide receiver? Because there's some. Uh... Tough decisions to make there as well. Yeah. So running back, I mean, Keaton Mitchell is the key player. His health for next year is really going to determine a lot of what they might do in, in terms of trying to keep Gus or uh, even going back and, and trying to see if they can mend the fence with J.K. Dobbins and, and uh, get him another year here. Um, so it's, that's either either is a possibility. Uh, Hill should be involved in the offense as much as he was this year, I would think. So uh, you got that. In terms of wide receiver, Beckham and Aguilar are both questions whether they bring them back. Uh, Aguilar had, a, you know, I think a pretty good year. Beckham, uh, I think better than the Ravens had the right to expect, and yet not worth eighteen million. So I don't know if they're going to be able to reach an agreement on on a dollar amount for this next year, and we'll uh, see how that works out. Ken McCusick joins us from FilmStudyBaltimore.com. Ken uh, Antonio has a question. I feel like uh, something that you can answer. Antonio Rosedale, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? 
Good. Should the Ravens should the Ravens be concerned that some of their defensive free agents will follow the coaches that left the team this offseason? Have a wonderful talk or two today, guys. You too. Yeah, I th- I think that's a reasonable fear. I think in general the the and it's not just necessarily the coaches. It's also you know Horty is going to the Chargers mm-hmm. is going to be somebody who is going to naturally gravitate towards guys he knows in the Ravens organization that he hand selected, uh, you know, coming through that. So there'll be now some he more got competition. there, yeah, <laughs> like Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ken, no, I was going to ask as you start looking at you know we mentioned the off season and how everything's going to go like tough decisions to make, which direction, and then you start thinking about the draft. Have you thought that far ahead of where they could be targeting? A lot of that's going to depend on what happens to some of their free agents and how they're looking at it because like everybody's assuming an offensive lineman or maybe even a wide receiver, but I mean, this has traditionally been a best player available team and understanding you know, what positions are, would be available at that point. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on the draft? Yeah, they, they need a cornerback for sure. That room is, is quite old now in terms of, of who they have, and it got older by just having some of their young players not really work out. So J.A.D. will be entering year three. Big question mark for the Ravens. He really has not been on the field and or played well when he's been there, to be honest. Uh, you know, Ronald Darby came in and had a great free agent year for them, but he's he's probably going to walk. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, other guys, they, they, uh, you know, they have Humphrey back. I, I guess they'll depend on him to be a, a, a keystone, but – uh, they need some younger guys. They need to get younger at that position. I think that that after offensive tackle might be the second biggest need. I think actually at edge, one of the you know paradoxes for the Ravens is it's certainly a position where most of the league thinks you have to draft high to get a good edge, and it's a it's a place where the Ravens have been very successful with the bargain bin the last few years with Houston, Van Noy, Clowney, um, and, and JPP even you know do, playing a role for them. I think that it's a it's a position where they may try and do that again this year where they're really cap strapped. Ken, real quick, we're coming up against the break, but I want you to answer this for us real quick. It's suggested by many that Lamar will have more input in the offense next year. I thought he had that this year. Uh, don't really know, honestly. We, we, it's, some of this is opaque to us in terms of really what's going on in the room right. to, to talk about that. I'm, I'm all for it, especially if it means he, he buys into what he's doing that much more. Okay. Tell us all about Film Study Baltimore. Uh, websites out there got still about four or five podcasts per week that come out even during the off season. Love to have you join us. Thank you very much. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Shovels at 845. But on the other side, basically what I just asked Ken, asking you, is the offense in need of more input from Lamar Jackson? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 831 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan on this sunny Taco Tuesday. It looks beautiful outside. Little doesn't look cold, although it is. <laughs> outside looks gorgeous from here. When you get out there, not so much. Really? I didn't think it was that bad this morning. Was it? Was it cold? I it was morning? cold. Yeah. It was cold. It was, yeah, I thought it was yeah. cold, man. Yeah. Look, dude, you wear shorts and hoodies all the time. I haven't worn shorts in a while. I gotta it's show thirty two degrees. I gotta show off these games. It's thirty two degrees. How you asking? It's cold. I mean, if you have legs like this, you gotta show them off, right? He's proud of his hands, his legs. Well, Vinny likes my calves. I wear pants. That is true. You got nice calves. Get strong calves. Yeah. You got a big butt, Ed. <laughs> we went. We went over that too. You got a yeah. nice big butt. We can drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Baltimore Ravens offense sputtered in the AFC Championship game. Not so much during the regular season. It was like putting up video game points. Is this offense, Jeremy Gunn, in need of more input from Lamar Jackson? Input? I, look, I, I just think, you know, I don't know what, what happened at the end of the season. It does make you wonder, like a lot of us are going, did he feel like he had to just showcase his arm and throw in the football? Was this a coaching decision? Because the same thing happened in 2019. But... See, for me, I don't think it was a coaching decision based on the conversation that he, or the monologue by Odell Beckham Jr. to him on the sidelines. I, I, okay, at the end of the first quarter yeah. when he was telling him, like, hey, man. Yeah. I, it's a possibility. Because that's a game plan, and why does Odell Beckham Jr. come to him and say it? That's yeah. a game plan. I, I just I wanted to see more from him. I thought there were so many opportunities to take off and make some plays with his yeah. feet. And look, he's in one of those situations where he's going to be questioned until he gets it done. And I don't care if he gets it done running it in three or four times. Just get it done. You know, like, get there. I almost feel like this is damage control. But in terms of input uh, in the game, John Harbaugh kind of alluded to that. Yeah, I'm not going to bring the list in my pocket right now, but he's he's, he's talking X's and O's. He's talking the opportunity and how we attack the different defenses that we play. Anything from how we practice to it to the options that we have, you know, protecting runs. Pass protection, how we protect and how we adjust the protections, uh, how we get to certain routes against certain coverages. Those are things that are on his mind, you know, and those are things that he's going to be involved with the staff talking about. You know, I'm excited about that. He wants to do it, uh, you know, and we, he's just into it, man. He's really into it. 410-583-1057, that's the number. I thought this was going on already. Like, I just, for the life of me, I don't get this. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna get into the you know the coverages and the Same game thing I thought that's what we brought Munkin in for. He had a lot more, and we heard that he had a lot more input. Mm-hmm. That was the whole purpose, and he felt better. I mean, am I imagining this? Was this like the the meta meta Jedi mind trick? I heard this from the everybody, even Lamar, saying he felt better about it, and you know they, they had him up to the line quicker, so we could actually have time to read the defense and make adjustments and have input. Now it's like he's going to have input next year? What? And this is what Todd Munkin had to say. It doesn't seem universal to me. It seems pretty normal um, that the guy in charge has a big say in what you do and how we do it. His career's on the line. 
how we have successes on the line. Now, with that being said, um, I think the more you empower people, it's not just a quarterback, the more you empower people, your coaches, your staff, people that work for you all, the more you empower them, to me, you're going to get more out of them. They're going to embrace their role. They're going to want to be, they're going to bring ideas to you. If you poo-poo every idea someone has, they stop bringing you ideas. It just works that way. And uh, to your point, Egg, Egg, this was at the beginning of the season. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, you know, I did hear this correctly, right? Yeah. yeah this is the beginning of the season. I so badly want him to tell Funkhauser's joke. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My dearest wife. Let's go to Mike in Baltimore. What's up, Mike? Hey, how y'all doing? Oh, well, how are you? Uh, all right, I, I'm with Ed. Man, I I don't know what's coming coming from out of the castle, man. I thought he already did, and then and then during the press conference, uh, Harbaugh was talking about all the RPOs. So that that was like it was so it's like you're saying that was Lamar's decision to do all the passing, you know, to opt out of the play. So they're just talking about both sides of their neck. But I don't know about more input, but I know he has to have more freedom. Lamar is a great quarterback, but his legs are his biggest asset. And I've seen times where he just wouldn't run just to, to, to stay in that pocket to try to complete so, the pass so, down. So, Mike, if you're saying he stayed in the pocket, how is that not freedom? That is freedom. He has freedom. If he's choosing to stay in the pocket, that's choices based on your freedom. I think he's kind of like um, in that mode where, you know, where I better um, – Use my arm or whatever, and not my legs as much. That's what I. That's what I'm I, thinking. I of. agree with you, but you say he needs more freedom. If he's choosing that, then he doesn't need more freedom. The, to say that you've got to run is taking freedom <clears> from him. <throat> yeah. He if he's choosing to stay in the pocket, and again, I'm going. I had speculation about it too <coughs> until the 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 uh, video of o- Odell Beckham Jr. surfaced of him talking to him on the sidelines, trying to convince him to run the football. Yeah. If your team isn't convincing you to run the football, that means. The decision is yours, and something was wrong. If 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 and I heard the same thing you did, OBJ. Like you know, you showed me the video. He's telling him what we kind of thought and saw. Yeah. Like run the ball, do it. You know, do what you do best. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. What's up, Rashawn? Hey, good morning, y'all. Good morning. Real quick, hey, 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 hey Jeremy. Um, yeah. When you see the bartender, uh, the green turtle, can you tell I was thinking about her? Yeah, I will, man. I, I figured it. Yeah, I didn't know if you kept talking to her or not. Did I tell you guys about Rashawn before he gets into his call? I sent you a message, right? That Rashawn, I have what's called a gambling problem, right? I don't know what you call what Rashawn has because it's worse than what I have. I know what it's called. <laughs> he went to bed. He said, hey, man, I won some money last night on this game. What did I bet? And he showed it to me. And I looked down and said, what on earth? He was betting Korean baseball. <laughs> wow. Didn't you See, I thought, that during COVID? I thought you were talking about I thought you were talking about another problem that Rashawn has. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Since he about. opened up with the bartender. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> another problem that he has. But go ahead, Rashawn. What's on your mind? And he man? said, by the way, she's gotta be too young for me. And he was still making moves, weren't you? She oh, wasn't man, too I, young. She was age, 21. Man, you know, she, she was twenty one, man. She was like your son age, man. You know, I let Peyton have her. But that, no, so Rashawn goes <laughs> let me just tell you. He goes if she's 21, that's too young. I said, you saying my son's too young for you? And he turned around and he goes, what did you just say to me? <laughs> hey, man, he's weird, old man. Jeremy, man. Listen, <laughs> 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 man. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, listen, they talk about Lamar with the free. I think, he, you know, he has the freedom and everything. But, like, I think he's just being, he was being arrogant on that, in that game, man. He, did, he just wanted to show the world that he can win the game in the pocket, man. And that ultimately, I believe, cost us the game. Because I counted like 11 or 13 times where he could have took off, ran, and made and got a first down. 
And that could have drastically changed the game. So I think Lamar Jackson, Eric, and lost us that AFC championship game by standing in that pocket and not running the ball when he had the opportunity to. See, I, it I, takes a lot, Rashawn. I hate call. It's not arrogance. He's trying to make the best, like the play that he thinks is best there. If he's trying to prove that he can do something over what's been what's what's best in front of him, I agree. It's arrogant. If that's if but that's we don't know that. No, no, no. I said if the key word is if. If he saw a running lane in front of him, but he's out to prove something, then yes, that's arrogance. And if you hadn't said anything, we would just left with what I said and I'd have been right. <laughs> so what do you want what do you want to do about I'm just, it? I'm just saying. I don't know if it is, but if 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 that was the setup, then I agree with Rashawn. That's that's arrogance. <laughs> Bill in Baltimore. What's up, Bill? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh man, it took me a while to call, man. I actually had to take two weeks off and just not <laughs> follow anything and, and family, I wanted to call and talk about the Ravens, man. Uh, one of the things I, I wanted to ask you guys, Rob, and, and, and the crew was I saw my concern with Lamar a little bit is what do you think about the poise? Um, to me, it seems, and I know we can't just say Mahomes, and, but other, other great quarterbacks, when it's time when – you know, it's that it's that fourth quarter. It's that pressure. It's that it's that big time. It's it's the time to. I would like to see just a little bit more poise, and and, and I and I say not just Lamar. I think the same thing with John Harbaugh in the playoffs. When you go back to the uh, to the Patriots game when they rushed the field goals out, and and the 2019, it just seems like under pressure and going against the best, the best coaches. We seem to be struggling with the poise, and I want to get your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, I can't argue that. Nope. I mean, I, I feel like none it, of that. If <sighs> let's say if the Ravens hadn't made that run to the Super Bowl, and I know these are the big ifs, you just brought it up. If such a big word that plays into it, but like if they hadn't won the Super Bowl, what would people like? Harbaugh wouldn't be here. No. What would people say about him then? Because there, you do have some of the questions in the postseason of why these things keep coming up. But yeah, he has and, the one Super Bowl. That, and, and, and you made a point about him winning more than Landry in the first 15 years. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Landry inherited a, a expansion franchise. and Absolutely. For most of those 15, 15 mm-hmm. years, played 14 games. Um, yeah, I but just, he's still successful, even though we're not here. He, but he, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. He's successful, but, I, you know, going back to your point, yeah, I mean, that yeah. – that Super Bowl did him great. <laughs> did him good. Because well, it bought some years for him. It, and Lamar buys even more years for him. What happens when you're winning arguments against Steeler fans or 49er fans or Yankee fans? or They tell you how many rings they have, right? right. Like That's that's the old Trump what card. What have you done lately? Yeah, well, yeah. That's, And that's where other people are going to come in. And I'm not saying either side of it's wrong. Whether you love John Harbaugh or you hate him, I do think he's a good coach. But you've got to look at some of the things that have happened recently and go... Why does this keep happening? Yeah, I mean, you have to ask yourself. And we don't get good answers why they happen. We just no. get this, hey, we're, we're going to spin around in a circle and, and kind of tell you kind of what you want to hear but not tell you the whole story. Jeremy Kahn's Daily Line at 9 o'clock. That's your warning, folks. But on the other side is shovels. Ed Norris, who gets your shovel today? Jeremy Kahn for making fun of you about this. Oh. Really? Yep. Okay. Good. I'm giving my shovel to somebody on the show, too. He's including both of us on this. This is great. (laughs) If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at BBMS, 1057TheFan. Shovel's next. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. 
Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 1057 The Fan. It's time to give out shovels, Ed Norris. Who gets your shovel? Jeremy Kahn. What did I do? You make fun of Rob about never going in the water and not being able to swim, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I can swim. <clears throat> well, something has come up. A bad year in 2023 for shark attacks. <laughs> 50 years since Jaws hit the uh, theaters, but Florida, actually Florida Museum of Natural History, they have a shark research program. They say it's a bit unnerving this year. 69 unprovoked shark bites reported last year, uh, up over the five-year average. Um, 14 confirmed shark-related fatalities. 10 classes unprovoked, double the number from the year before. Uh, and of course, <laughs> Florida, as you know, is like the shark bite capital of the world. S- state still leads the nation shark bites. Um, but this is who comprises the victims. 42% of the bite victims are surfers. Swimmers and waders are close second at 39%. And they've gone up, and of course Florida has, uh, you know, 52% of the worldwide total in shark bites. Or in Florida. There's no such thing as a shark attack. Exactly. If one, if one came out on land and bit you, then all right, I'm listening There's no to such you. thing well, as unprovoked either. You know who's never going to get bitten by a shark? Rob. This guy. Rob Lowe. swim. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. He'd yeah. be worrying about drowning before the shark attack. More than half the shark attacks, we'll shark, shark bites in the world take place in Florida. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to put it on film. You and I swimming. How great would it be the if race. one of us got bit by a shark, too? The race. Oh, I, I think you should go to Volusia County in Florida. That's like the shark bite capital Dang. of the world. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm in. Who gets your shovel, Jeremy Conn? That's my, a good one, Ed. My shovel goes to Rob Long. Damn. <laughs> Apparently... And I got this from a reputable source, and I just posted it on Facebook. There's a note at this restaurant for one Rob Long because he loves getting his salad tossed. Now, yep, I just heard from DeSantis that there's a note in the back that says Rob Long liked his salad tossed extra dressing from Amy. I don't see this on Facebook. I just tagged your ass in it. Oh, I've got the show, note. It ain't going to show up on mine unless I say I approve. You approve. <laughs> do you or do you not like getting your salad tossed? Because from what I was told, he wouldn't eat it unless it was tossed. And then the damn thing wound up everywhere. It got tossed so much. Damn Mark Healy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> getting your salad tossed. Do you prefer mm. syrup? Oh, oh, jelly. jelly. God, I hate <laughs> 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 Damn Mark Healy. <laughs> the NFL will play his first ever game in Brazil in week one next year. My shovel goes to the NFL fans <laughs> bitching about it. Since when? Let me ask you a question. If you own the business, do you not want to maximize your dollars and your popularity? Yeah, sure. Why do people... Get upset when other people and businesses make more money. You know why? For those of you to say, I don't know why the NBA players get paid so much. I don't watch them because the rest of the world does. That's why they get paid so much. That's why. And the NFL is trying to make the game popular in the rest of the world. Just in case you fall off. They want the rest of the world still watching. Like the NBA. 
Why do we argue? I don't. Why does the rest of the world have to? Why do we have to play games? What are you kidding? You're not traveling to play. You ain't on the field. <laughs> Just watch it. Shut up. Seriously. We're complaining about them playing in Brazil. I don't care where they play. Just play. That's all you got to worry about. Playing is televised. I don't like them playing on a Friday, though. I don't like that. Friday football belongs to high schools. I, that's what Brazil I don't Brazil is one thing that's fine. But a Friday night is this like, are we creeping towards seven days a week? Yes, football? we are. Yes, we are. That why, I don't Friday, like. why would you make it on a Thursday, which is something we have already? Or a Sunday, which is obviously the historic end. Friday now? Friday night. You're messing with high school football. Let's go to Marcus in Baltimore who has a shovel. What's up, Marcus? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm giving my shovel to the Ravens. Why? Cool. I saw a quote that came out where John Harbaugh said they really wanted to run the ball against the Chiefs like they just couldn't get to it. I'm like, this ain't like cutting the grass or like doing the laundry. Run <laughs> the ball. You yeah. can't get run to it. <laughs> hey, hey, Marcus. <laughs> I wanted to fold the laundry. Yeah, but did, I just couldn't get to it. Did you know they were in the four-minute drill at the end of the game and the two-minute drill in the first half? Yes. So they couldn't get to running the football. Let's go back to Baltimore and get Sean. What's up, Sean? What's up, fellas? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. How you doing? I'm all right, man. My show will go out to all the fans that didn't have – all the Ravens fans that didn't have Super Bowl expectations in uh, spring training. And the reason I say that, you know, everybody out here whining about what we did. Yeah, that was a bad game. I ain't going to complain. I, I was disappointed. But n- let's be real. About about maybe 15% had, had Super Bowl expectation. And y'all get one, too, because y'all didn't have it either. Enjoy y'all day. <laughs> Sean, I love, the, I love for you to call on beginning of the spring. I'll give, you, give him a shovel. Football don't have spring training, jackass. It's <laughs> training camp. <laughs> you have Super Bowl aspirations during spring training. So I was, I was going to let it slide until you gave me a shovel. Jackass, that's a goodie. That's an oldie but a goodie. Come on. I'm on his side. Updates from the yard at 8, 9.15, but on the other side, Daily Line. Yeah, we'll get to what happened last night. Had some good hits. Uh, called an upset with Kansas State. Had some good NBA plays, and my Mavs let me down. I'll tell you all about it when we come back right here on the Big Bad Morning Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.